Ayo. Ayo. Asam urakhem vor norita arite stekvel vor tsedi antipem estevo. Uh, I am very delighted that once again I have the opportunity to meet with you. Yes, Chardi Ramani Amemat Ashatumem Kone Amitsaman Kamakarwanam Tezi Serhedina. And it's our pleasure that Brother Edward can be with us at least once a month. Probably we hope we Amen. I saw uh, me uh, three, four weeks ago, I was uh, thinking and praying about this global situation, and uh, Psalm 46 came to my mind. And I want every one of you to open Psalm 46 in your homes now. I said, yeah. In this uh, psalm, it talks about seven different calamities that befalls man. Yes, uh, I'm not going to give you great length for each one, but briefly I'm going to remind you what they are. Uh, and you will realize that this song, which was written 3,000 years ago, how relevant and apt it is to what is going on in our world now. And after it mentions these uh, seven uh, catastrophes, it tells us what our position and stand should be. So it's very good that we study what those catastrophes are. The first one is in the first verse. God is our refuge and God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Uh, the first calamity are the different difficulties and problems that we face. And in Book of Hebrews, it, uh, it uh, mentions that there are such calamities and problems that we cannot resolve them, we cannot be delivered from them. Uh, therefore, that it mentions that clearly we will have problems and difficulties in this world. That with our finite mind, we are not able to resolve them. Uh, knowledge has no answer to them. Uh, 
uh, and with human ability, nobody is able to uh, clear those problems. We neither know what to do or nor are we able to do anything. Uh, isn't it exactly like that in our lives now? Uh, there are so many problems and difficulties in the world that they are over and above our understanding and our ability to solve them, over, over and above our finite mind. Uh, in the first place, I want to take all your hopes away, but then I will give you hope. And this is the way that the Bible teaches us. Uh, the book takes us to the bottom of the pit where we are despondent and then gradually lifts us out of there. The second calamity, what is the second one? Therefore, Everything is subject to change. Can Ten months ago, when we were celebrating the new year, uh, in the midst of jollification and celebrations when the fireworks were going up, who could envisage, who could imagine that 2020 would be such a difficult and dramatic year? Uh, people are carrying so many mental problems and difficulties. Uh, how much financial damage is uh, occurred to people? So many people have lost their jobs. Uh, in England alone, they said that there's one million unemployed. British Airways has asked 12,000 people to give up their jobs because they have no work. Uh, and what is worse than all this, millions of people have been subject to this illness. And the report from hospitals is that 1,300,000 people have died 
as a result of Corona. From, from the ones who lost their lives when they were at home. So many bad things have occurred in the last few months. Everything has changed globally. And all the scientists, all, all the uh, diplomats have been unable to find a way out of this virus. What it says in Psalm 46 is absolutely right. The whole world has been turned upside down. What is the third calamity? And it is possible that, you know, even the mountains at the bottom of the oceans will shake. There will be an earthquake and uh, the uproar from the within of the seas. The mountains will fall into the heart of the sea. The statistics show that never in history have we had so many earthquakes as we have had this. And we have never had so many bad losses. And Jesus Christ has said that in the final days there will be more and more earthquakes. I think uh, and it also says that there will be sudden deaths. And we see that uh, how many sudden deaths occur around us. Yes, and uh, we witnessed that if there's been an earthquake, thousands of people in a matter of seconds lose their lives. Japan, in the third verse, yeah. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. And we have been witnessing that we are, the world is faced with a lot of floods. 
որոշ տեղեր մեր փոթորիկներ առաջ կալիս, այսինք գերբատ ենք ասում պարսկեր են, որ երկուար կիլումետր ավելի շատ իրա առակությունը։ And some parts of the world they're faced with tornadoes that their speed is faster than 200 kilometers per hour. That lifts up houses, people, cars. It's so powerful. Yes. A few years ago, the world was faced with tsunamis in Indonesia, in America, in Japan. And they made a film of it. Yeah. People were relaxing, taking a holiday in picturesque surroundings on different islands, and then suddenly the Tsunami happened to 200,000 people instantly lost their lives. We are not living in a world that's safe and secure. Knowledge has improved a lot. But at the same time, equally, calamities have increased. Uh, I don't want to focus on these things too much because you hear plenty of them in the news. What is the fifth one? In verse 6 it says, Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. In other words, throughout the world, globally, people are complaining. They're raising their complaining voices against governments. And really, we all hear and witness that there is uproar going on throughout the world. In Belarus, in Chile, Venezuela, Brazil, Argentina, Israel, in Iraq, in Beirut, in Iran also, uh, people want to change the governments that are ruling them. In uh, Lebanon, in Iraq, the governments have changed a few times, but uh, still the people are not happy and they're complaining. This is the situation throughout the world, and people don't have peace and calm. People want change. Uh, and uh, during the time while we're going through uh, this corona episode, uh, there are still a lot of complaints against the government. Uh, 
the guidelines from the government are stay within their homes. Some people are complaining against them. And, or they say that now you can come out of their houses. People complain, said we came out, now so many people are dying, the numbers have gone up. People don't know what to do, neither do governments. Uh, it says in here, uproars and complaints will increase. What is the sixth, sixth calamity? Uh, this is the worst one. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, he lifts his voice, the earth melts. I think in verse eight, it says, "Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations He has brought on the earth." What do you understand from these? Mm, it clearly states in here that it's the wrath of God, punishment of God that is facing the world. We are living in a very evil world. Sin has increased. Uh, people have put aside godly values. Immorality is on the increase amongst people. Dishonesty and righteousness is on the increase. Deceit, lies, cheating has increased. Two presidents, one 77 years old, one 74 years old, they are in conflict and so are the people around them. They're condemning each other. And both of them have their followers who are complaining against the other. Mm -hmm. People who are supposed to be, they are at the head and supposed to be good examples, uh, they are saying terrible things about one another. And after all these bad things that we are going through in this world, and it's amazing that people are not still awakened. So many people are losing their lives. People are still in slumber. 
որ ավելի երբասար տիմ մեր մոտ երբ որ մեր ոչի մեռնում է շատ մեծ բաներ պատահում ասենք այս ինչը մեռա I remember when I was in my young days when somebody died uh, there was a big uh, situation they were all anxious somebody has died it was a big thing ամբողջը թաղամասը սուչ ինքանում շատ երկմի տինք որ մեր ոչի մեռա and all the community will be up up in arms they would all grieve that somebody had died one person had died ամենոր լսում ենք որ հազարավորներ մեռնում են ամբողջ աշխարհի մեջ բայց կարծես արդեն մեր համար սովորական մի բանը երկ and what happens now we hear thousands of people dying every day but it seems that we have become glazé about it we become indifferent ordinary ուվելա մարտիր արժեք ծերքից տվելա human life has lost its value եւ այսի բնական վիճակ չի these are not natural uh, ways to live նա նորմալ դրություն չի these are abnormal situations դրություն չի this is not a blessing yes հավատացած են որ եթե աստված թույլ ասվել որ մի էսպեսի բան պատահի it is my conviction that if god has allowed so many calamities to befall man it's so that it men will get out of their slumber to become awake <laughs> I wish the leaders of the government would come and tell the public increase your faith go to your churches confess your sin ask for godly help one of the catholic leaders has complained to the british leaders that instead of opening churches you're closing down churches Uh, one of the leaders of the government who's a believer has approached Boris Johnson and says why don't you get help from the church amen we have to pray that conditions will change and the wrath of god will be removed from the world հայտարարել ենք որ ձեզ էլ ասում են որ դեկտեմբեր 4-ից 6-ը 3-րդ տոմ եւ աղոթք ունենք որ ասուպատիժը վերանա այս աշխարհից we have communicated with various churches and i'm asking you requesting you the same that between the 4th and 6th of december fast and pray so that the wrath of god will be removed from the world the same thing they did during esther 
they were going to uh, kill all the Jews, all the Jewish people, and people were told to fast and pray, and they uh, changed the situation. Uh, when we are uh, fasting and praying and interceding for the wrath of God to be removed from the world, in the first place we have to confess our own sins and then start interceding. What is the seventh calamity? A lot of wars and a lot of loss of life as a result of wars. Hmm. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolation he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. Uh, before we enter verse 9 and uh, review verse 9, uh, Bible ha uh, Jesus has said that in the last days wars will increase. Uh, uh, in the olden days, when wars were happening, they were using swords and shields and bow and arrow, and the loss of life was minimal. Yes, but unfortunately, scientists have discovered such uh, powerful uh, bombs that they can press a button in their homes and destroy a whole city like they did Hiroshima atomic bomb. And so many young people lose their lives in such wars. Praise God that the war in Armenia has stopped. Uh, I know it's true that many people are complaining that why did the Prime Minister make such a decision, but in Brother Edward's opinion, and in our opinion, it was the right decision. According to the news, 2,300 Armenian young men have lost their lives and probably equally the same the Azadis. We have to realize that this is the work of the Satan to bring people against one another. 
not only in the Middle East, but even in European countries, uh, there is not safety and security. So many terrorisms are taking place. Yes, we've seen acts of terrorism. Acts of terrorism in France. A couple of weeks ago, they beheaded a teacher. Similar thing happened and entered a church in Vienna and killed the people there. People have become very cruel. And so many calamities have befallen mankind because of the terrorists. We live in a very evil world. Sorry? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, a world that is in turmoil. I'm going to remind you of the seven different calamities. Difficulties that we cannot find a way out of them. Global changes. Global changes. Dangerous, powerful earthquakes. Storms and floods and tornadoes. Uproars and complaints within nations against their governments. The punishment and the wrath of God that's befalling mankind. Wars and loss of life throughout the world. This is what we study Psalm 46. When you are studying your Bible, are you going in depth and identifying these um, sins that are mentioned in there, these calamities that are mentioned in there? Now I want to take a few minutes to say what our position should be when we are living in these days. We want the psalm to speak to us. Therefore, we will not be fearful. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Why won't we be fearful? Because because in verse 1 it says, Because God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Amen. Uh, these verses I found very helpful, very reassuring. A sailor in a boat was uh, in the sea going for travel. Had a beautiful little girl. 
Uh, in the middle of the night, there was a bad storm and uh, a boat was waving, tossing and turning. Uh, the captain of the boat was very experienced. Yes, uh, the girl was very uh, frightened and she asked the mother, are you sure that my dad knows what he's doing? The steering wheel is in his hand. And the mother reassured her, yes, he's holding it and he's in charge, in control. So the daughter was reassured, said, in that case, I will not be fearful because I know that will lead us to safety. Do we believe that the control is in the hands of our God? Do we believe that the Lord reigns over these seven calamities that are taking place globally? Uh, any place that the Bible mentions, don't be afraid, follows that by saying, because I am with you, I will take care of you. And the psalmist said, even though I go through the uh, shadow of the valley of death, I will not be afraid because you are with me. Mm. Uh, what is the second stance that we have to take while we get it from chapter 46? There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. Uh, it's very interesting that it mentions that in the middle of all these problems, it said that there is a river, a stream that passes through our city and brings us joy, happiness. What is that river? It's the Amen. river of the Holy Spirit, the stream of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm. Uh, big cities like London, they have a river going through it, like the River Thames, and that river brings a lot of joy to the city. And that river brings a lot of joy. People go for picnics, enjoy the coolness of the river, enjoy the scenery. It brings them a lot of happiness. <laughs> a couple of nights ago, we went for a drive uh, to places by the river just to 
lift our spirits. Nekari ropel tsate kan tunayan kasan ter part kezi vor tues pesti lav keteres stetsen. And uh, we stopped somewhere for a few minutes and we praised the Lord and said, thank you, Father, for uh, giving us such a river, such creating such beautiful locations. Uh, people are despondent, they're down, they're depressed, particularly because of Corona as well as other things. Amen. And we need that stream, that stream of the Holy Spirit to come and touch us, to revive us, and to lift us out of this uh, time. Uh, uh, and it's lovely that having mentioned all these horrible things in Psalm 46 is talking about this beautiful river. Yes, and it is interesting that this river goes through the city of God. What is the city of God? It's the church of God that goes through it and gives it energy and revives it. Verse 5, let's study verse 5. This is the third stance that we have to take. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of dawn. I think a man for a death, God's presence is with us, therefore, we will not waver, we will not succumb. God's presence will enclose us and our focus will be with the Lord. Amen. This is why the Bible teaches us that a wise man builds his house on the rock. Even though storms and calamities come, it will not break down, fall down. I'm going to uh, say something to you and you might find it surprising. Uh, the plans of Satan is not to take us away from faith. Uh, he is not afraid that our name is a Christian. His purposes are to take us away from our own purposes. I think He doesn't mind our name to be a Christian as long as the focus of our life is not Christ. Uh, to love Jesus, but Jesus not to be the focal point of our life, the central point of our mind and our being. 
چهار روزوما مزی آرماتی سهراسنی تپسنی چوگرین. The evil one wants us to be removed from the roots and be attached to the branches. یو یه تیت من آنی این ایرمت هاچوچون زیر کپر. And if he achieves that, he has achieved its biggest desire. Remember what Jesus told Martha. Martha, Martha. He said it twice. Martha, Martha. You love what that is. You are a good believer. You, what is the question? You work very hard. What is the problem? You serve a lot. But you have a big problem. Sorry? You have forgotten the best. Uh, your sister Mary has got the best sitting at my feet. And this is why you have a lot of anxieties. Because you are not in that relationship that you ought to be. Amen. You love me, you serve me, but you are not in a relationship, in fellowship with me. A couple came to me, they wanted to divorce. And uh, each one praised the other one a lot. I was very surprised. <laughs> the man said, my wife does everything very well. She is dutiful. She carries all her responsibilities. <laughs> Takes care of the children. My food is ready on time. Everything she does well. And the wife told of the husband he's very hard working. He works hard. He brings his money home. So I questioned them, why do you want to divorce one another? What's going on? They were so busy carrying out their duties that they had forgotten their relationship. Martha. The man was doing his duty and responsibility very well. The wife the same, but they were not connecting with one another. They were both working so hard that when they came together to spend time together, they fell asleep. Uh, they had no time to have a sweet fellowship and connection with one another. What we need is exactly this. Uh, to enjoy the presence of the Lord, to drink from the 
streams of the Holy Spirit to connect <laughs> So, therefore, we can declare loudly verse 7. Amen. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. The final word that I want to leave with you. If you forget the message of my preaching, forget the rest, at least remember this last one. And this is verse 10. Amen. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted amongst the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. Uh, in the new uh, translation, it says, be calm, be at peace. In Hebrews it says, leave aside the unnecessary duties. Keep away from anything that takes your peace away, takes your hope away, gives you turmoil. Keep away from all that. Put aside anything that gives you suspense and anxiety and despair. Be still, calm down. Put aside unnecessary efforts. Prioritize what you have to do. Look at me, you who are wretched. Put aside unnecessary functions, unnecessary duties and activities. Focus on me. Uh, I ask my uh, brother, Brother Hyde, what does it mean to take refuge? He said something very wise, very beautiful. Don't put any hope on others and on yourself. Just place your hope on the Lord. If you, want to go, if you want to go to war in your own strength, I have nothing to do with you. I'm not involved. But if you surrender to me, then I will enter and I will do the fight for you. Don't interfere in what I have to do. Uh, don't spoil what I'm doing. 
Just watch and see what I'm doing. But look at me in faith. Look at me with expectation. Look at me with assurance. When people go to watch a football match, they're not participating in the match. Why are they going? Uh, they are going to watch the ones that they love and to encourage them and support them and clap for them so that they score goals. The Lord says, look at me. This is my final word. Uh, remember what Moses said to the uh, Israelites at the uh, start of the Red Sea. They're facing the sea. Uh, behind them, the armies of the Pharaoh. They neither could go forward nor backward. What is the message there? And to whom was that message given? <laughs> to the people who were constantly complaining, yes, and nagging. Don't be afraid. Be still. Stand still. Look at me. And watch and see how I will fight on your behalf. Because the armies of the Egyptians that now you see, you won't be seeing them. Calm down from your grumbling and nagging and complaining. Look at me and see what I can do for you. This should be our position in these difficult and bad days. And I'm inviting you to put aside your other programs and join with thousands of other people between the 4th and 6th of December to fast and pray. So that God will have mercy on us and put a stop for the horrible things that are going on in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, how true is your word. We live in a very evil world. There are calamities from every direction. But 
but praise the Lord for your word. Uh, and while we are going through these difficulties, you tell us not to be afraid. And you encourage us to be attached to the river of the Holy Spirit that exists within us. So that we can lift ourselves up from this uh, tormented state that we find ourselves in. You tell us, uh, you tell us to have faith and focus on you. You encourage us to put aside all our unnecessary activities. Uh, put aside everything that keeps us from taking refuge in you. And watch you, focus on you, who is fighting on our behalf. Amen. And I believe that your people, your church, they are the ones who in faith, by focusing at you and by interceding, can change the situation. Uh, you will accept when we confess our sin. You will accept our intercessory prayers for the wretched people of the world. And you will put an end to what's going on. Uh, you will put an end to these things that are going on within us and around us. This is our prayer in your name. We are asking this and we believe because we ask in his name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Bye bye. Bye-bye. 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 B